Welcome. Go. What? Oh, what a terrible start. Start season three and we do that. Let's count down again. Three, two, two. Oh, it's anticlimactic now. Oh. You have to. One. One. Hang on. What about if you do three, then you do two, then I do one? Try that. And then you go, go. Okay, yeah. ready? Three, two, one. Go. You did it out of time, though, Brian. Why are you blaming me? This I is don't... a terrible start to Wait, a brand new Andy, season. I'm going to be honest with you. Sorry, mate. Who is this? Well, this is Eloise. Welcome oh, to... Oh, new Jess. Hello, new Jess. Don't How call you doing? new Jess. That's not fair. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. This is a brand new season of Bush's Board Game Thing, the weekly uh, podcast about board gaming, but the chat around it, uh, sponsored and powered by the lovely people at Zatu Games. And we have a wonderful new member of the team. It's Eloise. Oh, that's, that's the kind of intro I want, Brian. Do you think you could have a go at maybe doing something nicer? Because uh, that, that he... was lovely. Thank you very much. No, no, well. Leave it to Come me. On then. Leave it to me. Go on, say a nice thing about it. Here she is. It's Eloise. Eloise. I'll take it. I will <laughs> take it. She's arrived. We, we've known Eloise for, for many, many years, haven't we? So she's a friend of ours, and it's, it's brilliant to have you on board for this uh, roller coaster journey. She signed <laughs> uh, uh, numerous forms uh, in terms of dealing with Brian on, on a weekly basis. So <laughs> fun, that's all covered. Fun fact, actually. Fun fact to, to learn about Eloise. Uh, in our day jobs. Yeah. I'm actually Eloise's no. line manager. Oh, I'm her it's boss. not a thing. I'm her it's boss. It's not a thing. I'm senior to... I can tell her what to do. It, no, that's Is not a thing. Is he your boss? No, and I tell you what, our big boss said to me, I'm thinking of making Brian your boss. And I said, I will leave if that happens. Right. And he said, okay, is, won't. You don't have to have him as a boss. This is unbelievable. So, so you literally line in the sand. Categorically, no line manager of mine. To be fair, actually, and this is going to sound worse than it is, <laughs> I went through a period of making Eloise call me... <laughs> I can't even bring myself to say it because I didn't agree to it. Yeah, but it wasn't like a dirty thing. It was just like an all Daddy Candy. <laughs> what the hell? What? Daddy Candy? Yeah. It's, no, it, was an see... alter, it was an alter ego that I, I made up for myself. No, but he Daddy comes candy. over and goes, what? just say, all you've got to do, Eloise, is say <laughs> Daddy Candy to me and I'll, get, I'll make that soy. Daddy Candy makes it soy. So no, it's no, really no, creepy. It wasn't a, it wasn't a weird thing. It, it was, was more a like, weird thing. Thing. we were on holiday, not on holiday, what? we were on a work trip. Right. And I said, I want to be able to switch off. I don't want to be Brian. Right. I want you to call Brian me. Brian sounds a bit worse. Yeah, and it? I had a pair of, I'll tell you what I had. I had, I had a pair of, you know those sunglasses you could cl- flip on? Like you put them over your normal glasses. <laughs> and I said, when I put these on, I'm no longer at work. I'm right. a fun guy. Just call me Daddy Candy. No, it happened way before that. And then I I just, I do think, actually, when you look at it from the outside, that does sound a bit weird. It does weird. sound a bit weird, but doesn't it? when I explain it, it sounds fine, right? No. Look, can we just draw a line under Daddy Candy? Daddy Candy Thank is... You. He's not here anymore. He's here right now. No, he's not there. He's, he's here not, right now. I've got right. the sunglasses in my bag. I don't, don't hear about it. <laughs> but okay, if fine. I remember rightly, so they're clip-on ones. They don't even belong... You, they're not like different glasses. Yeah. You've just got little clip-on bits. It was just, great. Speaking of the sunglasses thing, my mum and dad are both big users of uh, reactor lights. Oh. I wonder whether... Do you get them in like a... When you get to like 55, you get that in like I'm, an envelope? That from, was, for me, the clip-on sun bits you put on your glasses yeah. to make the sunglasses... To me, that's very much the gateway to the reactor lights. So, what's your view on reactor lights? Would you I'm ever think, have I, not till I'm fifty. I've got nine years because they they come indoors. I think my mum and dad come in from outside. <laughs> They've both got like complete <laughs> jet black shades on, like a pair of FBI agents. I love it Bumping when you see furniture. people in a really bright room, but they're indoors, but they're like black, <laughs> but just because of the lights are on really brightly. They're so sketchy. <laughs> the pair of them. Bush's board game thing.
Uh, Eloise, just just explain to people then, in terms of board gaming and that kind of stuff, yeah. with this being a board games podcast, what is your background? To? Are, are you into board games? Have you just started playing board games? I know the people at Zatu sent you some nice games to try out and stuff yeah. as well in the lead up to this. I absolutely loved the games that the guys sent me, so thank you. But I don't own a board game until those ones what? that I got sent. I've you got must Uno. have had operation. Yeah, when I was little, I did, but I don't know. I think at some point, my mum, she's got a habit, right? If, if something isn't used for a while, she shimmers it into the car boot. Like my dad yeah. ha- has got many things now that he can't find. The, the uh, bread maker, he's got like a keep fit uh, rowing machine. They've all been secretly, you know, shipped off to a car boot and mum's flogged them for a fiver. So I think wow. she's done the same with all my Games all my from when you were a kid and everything yeah, like that so as I've well. Yeah, so I've got nothing, nothing. So what games did Zatu send you a couple of games before we got going? What, yeah. What were they? Um, Splendor, which is like Lovely. the jewel, the gem thing. Yeah. Um, Azul, which Azul. I really love saying. I've been calling it Azura, which is actually uh, Sainsbury's own coffee, I think, actually. Oh, yeah, Azura. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's a tile game. And then uh, I like calling it uh, Carcassonne, but I don't actually know how you really say it. <laughs> Carcassonne. On the edge there for me. Carcassonne. It's a Carcassonne. But so this is why this first episode of a brand new season of Board Game Thing is about gateway games. Yeah. Games that kind of usher people into the hobby, which is uh, an amazing thing. So we're going to be talking a bit about that and some other stuff as well. We've got a pitch on the way. Someone uh, has come up with a fantastic idea for a board game. Uh, let's just start by talking about how people are doing at the moment. I've just had my jab uh, a few days ago for the COVID vaccine. Because over 50s, of course. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no it's not an over 50s thing. Yeah, no, because over 50s, isn't it? Isn't but you've 50s. had yours though, right? Yeah, but I was in the uh, over 40s game. Daddy Candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you two haven't had your jab. I have had, had, had my first jab. Have you? Yeah. I'm of a much younger age than both of you. All right. So. Just a little sidebar <laughs> here, guys. Can I interest you in buying some Microsoft Office <laughs> products? Because just Windows and Bill... Can I, have you got five minutes to, for, so I can tell you about the good that Bill Gates is doing sort of worldwide and some of the great things he's up to? You've really moment. changed since that jab. You really have. Yeah, yeah. Because Windows loaded up for you when we were about to start recording. Really, really, really fast. It's almost it? like I have to think it, and, it's when <laughs> it's, and it boots up. What type, what brand did you get? Did you know? I asked for half and half. Uh, you know when you go to the <laughs> takeaway and you get half chips, half rice? Can you ask? Yeah, yeah. You ask for half Pfizer, no. half it's like a, they, Up north they call it yeah. a, a Mickey Mouse, which is like yeah. a light ale and a dark ale. You can, <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy just shakes them in a vial like a cocktail guy. No, you, you just get what you're given. Oh, I want the Mad- Madonna. Madonna? Madonna. Madonna. I Madonna. had the AstraZeneca one. Yeah. I had AstraZeneca as well. Yeah. And you know, the weird thing is, right, what I reckon we should do when this is all done and dusted and everyone's had theirs, and this is kind of a game, and we're going to do an outdoor games episode at some point on board game thing, wouldn't it be good if, if everyone, we had this big kind of competition where you competed with all the other people who had your same brand of vaccine in a big, it's a knockout style thing. Right. So imagine all the Moderna lot dressed as sponge penguins. No, it'd be Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton being hosed down on a moving plinth like it's a knockout by uh, uh, the AstraZeneca team. And then... AstraZeneca team would be the old-fashioned sort of nutcracker soldiers, maybe. Something like that. And then, you know, uh, remember it's a knockout, so we've got lots of slipping over and falling and and foam on the floor, that kind of stuff. That'd be kind of... I'm up for that. I'm I'm signing up for it. A bit bit like um, uh, Hunger Games, but a little bit less jeopardy. A bit more fun and knockabout. More gunge. A little bit more gunge. Uh, And then... Have you felt okay since you've had your jab? Yeah, I felt fine, absolutely fine. Felt a bit dodgy for about six, seven hours, but no, no, fine. Do you know what, the only thing, I've, the only lasting thing I've got is uh, quite a sharp pain at the top of the arm. Mm. A little bit like I've been playing shithead on the school bus. You remember that right. game? If you lost a hand of cards, someone would punch you. I the... didn't know the punching part of that game, though. So you just played it with just yeah. people just saying, well yeah, done? Yeah, yeah. 
A lot, yeah. lot more. Um, it's, it's women. It is, isn't it? They, they, don't need, they don't need to be violent at every possible opportunity. Whacking, that kind of thing. So, Brian, you've been planning a camping trip. I saw on social media. Tell us about that. Uh, yes. So, uh, obviously, we can't go to the villa in Portugal this year. Uh, what villa? I go to a villa in Portugal every year. Uh, me, Jay Z, Puff Daddy, uh, Ed Sheeran. We all meet That's up because we're all just. Good. I saw you at the Monaco Grand Prix yeah, as well. We're yeah, all yeah. just great friends. We're all yeah. just great, great friends. But this year, obviously, because of travel restrictions, we can't go. So I'm going to have to go camping in Norfolk instead. Uh, yeah, so we've, we've booked a camping trip in Norfolk and I've had to buy all the stuff. And I'll tell you what, right, so this, I, I put this in, in uh, I sent this to Andy because I, I had to ask him, I had to second guess myself because I bought a piece of equipment for camping mm. uh, which r- revolted my wife. But then I was like, is it just me? And then I asked loads of guys that I know. Yeah. And I sent them a picture of the thing I bought. Can I make a guess of it? Hang on, let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but you can make a guess. <laughs> and I think you're going to guess correctly. And they were all like, yeah, fine. Good idea. No problem. Very practical. What do you think the picture is? I'm about to show you. Wait there while I get it up. Okay. I think it's some kind of weeing in watering can sort of thing. You know him very <laughs> well, Eloise. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, I'll show you the picture. It's an awful looking thing. But it's, it's like, well, for the listeners at home, it's basically a, a jug, a two-litre jug that has a catheter thing connected to it. <laughs> the word catheter's not, not yep. great. And then, like a, and then like a funnel thing where you can just wee into it. Because I don't want to walk half a mile to the toilet Hang on. Time. A catheter? That's a tiny little tube. No, no, it that's doesn't actually point. go in there. Okay, it, This is one that it that's... looks, it's catheter-like. Imagine trying to get that up there if it was a catheter at one o'clock in the morning on a freezing oh, cold campsite. No, no, you, you wee into it, but it, it takes away all the mess. Sure. And I think that's fine. I well, think it's absolutely fine. I've been camping uh, at festivals, as you know, and I bought a pea bowl, it's called, and it is a bag full of, you know, those silica salts yeah. that absorb Soaks moisture. Soaks yeah. Weed in a bag of them, didn't I? Oh, right, and so you wee in the bag, and, then the bag. It, and it absorbs it. Yeah, but I used a sheepy to wee in the pea bowl. <laughs> Sounds like a rap act. <laughs> That's amazing because I, I did an overnight factory shift putting those crystals into boxes did along with, with hi fi's. Oh. Is it the same crystals yeah, you get yeah, in with like yeah. literal we didn't, stuff? all of them. They turned into jelly. eating those? No. No, no, no. no. They should put a warning on them maybe that you shouldn't eat them. They what? are, there is. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah, sorry. Definitely, <laughs> I can't read definitely one sorry. of them on there. Learn the hard way. <laughs> um, so you're saying you broadly agree with it then? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's it. good. Great. I'm going to take this data to my wife. It's now. a good point. I, I, I'm a big fan of camping. We're going camping. I think a lot of people are going to go camping this summer with all the stuff that's been going on with travel and that. But uh, one of the worst things is getting up in the middle of the night and needing a wee. Absolutely. And, you know, the good thing about that is you're going to go and you're going to wee in your apparatus. Exactly. Not necessarily around the tent. Exactly. So well, I'll through. just empty it out of the tent. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion with it? Yeah. So I think that'll make quite a loud... Put some lemon in it, maybe? Allow... Well, more of the sound. I think you need to put a layer of sand or some tissue in the bottom just yeah. so it doesn't... So you don't like get a... the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you do proper long... When, when you go camping and you hold, you save it up, Yeah. yeah. it's Austin Powers-like and it's... It's not chocolate. You don't save it up. Save it up. Yeah. Uh, so we, should we post a, can we post a photo on social media yeah, of, of it sure. it's very it's very good have a look at it at board game thing obviously we've, uh, we've might have a bit tight uh, get you know the, uh, get it. tiny sure. tube tiny, tiny tube it'll be more than it'll be more than alright Eloise don't worry about it <laughs> so we're talking about gateway games um, I, I did ask on our Instagram what are some great games to get people into the hobby? Uh, we've had a load of brilliant responses. Thank you to everyone who's got in touch. You can also email us as well, podcast at zatu.co.uk. Uh, here we go. Hua says, Catan and King of Tokyo 
is a good one as far as they're concerned for a gateway game. Uh, King of Tokyo is like, you remember those those movies from like the 1970s and 80s where it's set in Japan, there's like a robot fighting Godzilla and he's oh, smashing the city yep. up. Yep, yep, it's been like that, but rolling dice, really, really cool. That sounds great. Uh, Scott Guller says, a Skull and Love Letter. Have you played Love Letter? We did. We played Love Letter on an episode of this um uh, podcast. We did, didn't we? we was, Is that the one we have good. to write florid love letters to 18th century ladies and all that? That's it, I kind of like it. It's like being a cad <laughs> from back in the day. A lot of votes for Ticket to Ride. Uh, and then Christoph says, uh, there's a game called Camel Up, which mm. I, it's definitely on Satu's website. I've never played it, but it does look good because it's involving cattle... Um, uh, cat- cattle? Ca- not cattle, camels. <laughs> Kettles. Kettles and camels. Just uh, back, back to Ticket to Ride for a second. I yeah. think you ha- that's the one game you have to play. I think that's... That is probably the the best gateway game for games. Have you got one I can borrow? A copy I can so borrow? Don't, keep, don't do the admin on air, New Jess. Okay, well, don't do I don't know when don't I'm meant to you know, do it. I might forget. Should we get our schedules out and work out when we can yes, do the next episode? Yes, do it. Unbelievable. <laughs> but we did play uh, a game that I believe to be one of the best gateway games of all time because at the end of the day, it's just about images and pictures and all that kind of thing. It's the peerless, fantastic uh, holiday game we always take away with us called Dixit, mm. uh, where you try and describe a card that's got a kind of weird dream picture on it and hoodwink other people into not necessarily all of them picking your dream. Uh, we had a little game of it and here's what happened. Okay, so here we go. Dixit. Beautiful board set up here. Let's just say, what, uh, what colour is everyone's rabbit? I'm a little yellow rabbit. Nice. I'm uh, the I'm the white rabbit. Spurs rabbit. Yeah. You just put yourself back to Why are you taking I don't know. Listen, I'm very discombobulated. <laughs> New Jess. <laughs> Stop calling her new Jess. No, she's new Jess. I'm not sure about her yet, and this is her initiation. So just everyone, just, just calm down, all right? This is like when you, you know, when you um, you, two people. I don't deal well with change. Uh, two can people's I... pets don't know each other yet, and they're just kind of hiding underneath couches, staring each other out. Can I just I'm ask? Sniffing. Does the uh, Volcano Thing podcast have a HR department? There's good, just... but you can. I think you can escalate stuff to da- Dave, oh. David at Zatu. <laughs> Okay, so it's um, it's Eloise's go. Okay. Uh, you've got to pick one card from your hand and then create a little story or one sentence to do with it okay. and put it face down on the table. Uh, fantastical beasts. Right, so face th- wag that face down, one card face down on the table. Okay. Brian and I are going to pick two cards from my hands that could also be fantastical beasts. Yeah, nice, nice. Give them a shuffle. Aww. So you could essentially foil this, could you, and put down something that isn't fantastical beasts to you make get, me uh, not get any points. Well, we get points if someone else is ho- hoodwinked into ah, putting their token onto our sure, card. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Ah. Oh, you, this is a, yeah. So let's just describe the pictures here. We've got uh, a, a child in the mouth of a dinosaur, quite terrifying, a thermometer that's turned into a snake. Well, no, I'd say it's a thermometer in the, in the shape of a snake. It's turned into a snake. The snake's or maybe there's sick. a thermometer and the snake just happens to be passing by. It looks like blood seeping out. There is blood well. seeping out. Hand out the ocean with a torch, fella looking at little bugs, and then a cat in a doctor's outfit painting. <laughs> so, Why is he painting? I don't know what he's doing. Okay. Who's he painting? Put face down, Brian, your your number that you think Eloise's card is. Okay, Fantastic okay. piece. One, two, three, four. Okay, it's me done. Ooh, I'm going to go. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? I don't know. I, I know, that's why I'm just like, oh, I'm but you don't want everyone to get it. This. Here we go, let's flip them over, let's see. One, number one, and so this is the uh, little dinosaur thing with a person coming out of it, and yes, that is my card, obviously. So I'm Andy so bad at this. We get? we get two points, Eloise doesn't get uh, any. because yeah. it's couldn't, too... couldn't Eloise have just said... Oh, and put down any old said one. ...said something rubbish, and then we wouldn't have guessed it, and oh, she'd I get the points. I should have done that. Well, she's got to be honest. 
She doesn't want no one guessing it. She doesn't want everyone guessing it. She wants somewhere one, in between. It's a very specific game, isn't it? It's because you don't want it to make it too easy, but at the same time, oh. you don't want to go, who framed Roger Rabbit? And you've got a picture of a dinosaur, because that's just going to throw everyone off. Beautiful landscape. <laughs> Sounds Why is like that your, funny? Your spirit animal name. Why is that funny? <laughs> this way, beautiful landscape. I just can't imagine you ever saying something like that. So yeah. that's a good point. Okay. okay. I'm gonna go. That one. Okay. I'm gonna shuffle them. Sorry. Okay. Let me describe what everyone's seeing. Uh, we have a man conducting what looks like an orchestra of birds on a branch. There's a hot air balloon that's lifting a castle, which is, uh, uh, if you, the laws of physics would not allow that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This it's a game about dreams, mate. Okay, fine. Um, there is uh, a staircase going round a tree up to the heavens. So you're saying all of the other things are possible? Uh, maybe. Um, and a really sad-looking sun. He looks shocked, He looks actually. really sad, looks really Ooh. sad. And he's shining down on people, but all the people have got umbrellas. He's like, what is the point of me if I can't shine on people? This is actually quite a thought. It's like a tarot reading. And then like finally, a, a uh, what can only be described as a rat in a turban playing <laughs> a... Uh, what are those things that snake charmers think that you... A snake charmer. Irish tin whistle. But it's like a, the, the instrument that they use to charm snakes, but it's actually the snake. Oh, wow. So again, it's a, a very a snake weird, stuff going very on weird dream. Right, go on. What is it, guys? So you're, just to confirm, your phrase was... Beautiful landscape. Beautiful landscape. Okay, so Eloise said three... Andy said three, which is the uh, staircase going round a uh, tree into the heavens, and that is the, uh, correct, that is one. the correct one. So no one's managed to get it sorted yet. We've no, all I, screwed up. That's I the feel storyteller. Like this Do you next know why? Because I'm people gonna be find on it, it hard know. to describe <laughs> dreams. They're always going, well, no, I was in this room, the door handle changed, and then, and then all of a sudden my face was gone, and then I had no pants on. That's, that's why. Do you know you can't read in a dream? How do you mean? It's a thing that you can't read signs or something on your phone. Really? Yeah, you can't read in a dream. Do you believe in in uh, Do you believe in like dreams being prophecy, Eloise? No, because all my teeth will have fallen out if that was the case. So <laughs> and I'd be able to, to fly. That's good to know. <laughs> right, let's do one last round then. Uh, go back to me being the storyteller then. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. She should have. So what you don't know about this, the gameplay element of this, Eloise, okay. is that I have a superhuman skill for winning games, and okay. the reason why I do it, how I win these games, is I get inside people's heads. <laughs> Before the game's even started, I play 3D chess. <laughs> just give let so Eloise have minute, one episode, just 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 to ease in before this begins. So at the, I think I've won the last three games in a row. At the moment, who's in the lead? Andy? We're all the, We're same. the same. What? Because <laughs> you just screwed the last one up. Are you idiot. But why did I thought why you're not well, you're we can't all fit physically you, on. Well, so. just come and join me on number on four. Yeah, yeah, we're all on four points. Okay, right? fine. Well, so, I suspect, sorry, your speech, carry on. Yeah, yeah, what please. Did say? <laughs> I sus well, this is what I suggest we do. I suggest we carry on playing until one of us gets ahead. Alright? Alright. Okay. Fine. What is it? Okay, so here we go. My little sentence about my card is. Ooh, this is tricky. Uh, this, this is as boring as dreams. Without boundaries. Without boundaries. Oh. Everything is permitted. Nothing is forbidden. I just thought I'd add that. This Without boundaries. Like... Give us two cards from your hand that you think could be that. So we've got to get a situation so far, everybody has guessed the storyteller's card. So you, what you want to do is at least hoodwink one person. Brilliant, I shuffle them up. Yeah. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I think I'm gonna derail this one. You reckon? I think I'm gonna derail <laughs> this one. Here we go. Let's see whose rabbit is gonna be ahead at the end of this. Could it be card one? Which is some bedding coming out of the mouth of a snail. So the snail's a no, 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 that's the jail at the top of the snail. The, the snail has escaped the jail. Yeah. Snail has escaped the jail. Or man. someone has been kept in the snail jail. Snail jail. There is an abacus, but instead of 
beads on the abacus, there is planets. Nice. Mm -hmm. Then there's uh, like a grandfather, what? Like no, a pocket, watch pocket watch with no hands. Yeah. Then there's a lady with uh, ginger hair and a fish in her trousers. <laughs> and then there's a, uh, someone's head's opened and there's lights coming out of it. As you do. Wow. So which one? Oh, this is a good one. Is without boundaries. Okay. Louise and Brock. I've nailed this, and I think I think Eloise has got. I think she's got it wrong. <laughs> Even just, just by looking at the way yeah, she plays that down. You don't have language. the measure of me. Yet. So Eloise says three. One, two, three. Yeah. Brian says, "You're both right <laughs> again." <laughs> I thought you were going to go for the guy with the... Why did you not go for the guy? Why did you got, not? He's got a bunch of keys yeah. and then there's spheres coming out of his head. That's Mises without boundaries. Well, uh, obviously, it doesn't same. say that to you because... No, because I didn't get any points because you um, because you both guessed my story. Is there a possibility of a playoff between me and Louise? There could be a playoff between you should, and Louise. Should we do that then? Ten. Is this in lieu of the uh, European Super League? I can see the... Uh competitiveness coming out now that yeah. you know I thought terrible. it was a myth but it, it turns out it's not okay here we go guys best of luck here's the okay, playoff thank you Dixit 2021 I okay. really feel like I can feel the cogs working in Andy's head like what word he's not, he's not very bright <laughs> <laughs> okay he's not a very good reader either That's here we go excited. Look at him. Look at his face. The meek shall inherit the earth. What is that? The meek shall what inherit the earth. What is that? Okay. Two cards, two images, two dreams from your hand that might also mean the meek shall inherit the earth. Okay. What oh, dramatic just, moment here. Can I just Dixie. say, I've got two cracking cards. Two absolute cracking cards, which I suspect Eloise will choose one of. I'm predicting now I'm going to win this game. I'm going to absolutely win you this game. You crow so much, I and I crow. cannot wait to see. Do you know that what my wife happen. uses that phrase? She uses the phrase crow. You I do crow. crow. But do you know what? That it helps with because now Eloise, I've got inside her head. She's do not I look, sure. Do I look? She's second guessing rattled. herself. She doesn't look rattled at all. To be fair. I, look! Look at this steady hand. It's shaking. It's, it's really literally shaking. shaking. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I've Googled this before. Got in her head. Got in her head. Got in her head. <laughs> okay, so here are the cards. The first one is uh, some scales hovering in the air with a feather and gold coins on them. The second one is one white poppy amongst a load of red poppies. Ooh. The third one is a scarecrow with a scepter. The fourth one is a pigeon with an egg and someone looking out the egg. And then the, the fifth card is a child, uh, looks like Wee Willy Winky, trapped inside a light bulb. Okay. Which one is it? Why did you choose the one you chose, Eloise? Well, I was actually going to go for another one, but Andy hesitated when reading it out, which made me think that he hadn't seen the card before. So I've actually gone oh. deep and I've oh. gone into oh. I've gone into some uh, bo body language reading. I, I'll tell you my thinking here. Okay. Uh, and it's very interesting. I've just guessed because the two that I put down, I think are the most obvious for the Michelin inherit the Earth. Okay. And so I didn't know the other ones. Oh, you so can, I, just can I just say as well? Me. I tried out a new tactic in that manoeuvre. I hesitated as if I'd not seen the card before. Oh! Was my so, card. Eloise, Eloise, what do you say? You I'm say, saying number one. Yes. Okay. okay. And Brian? I'm saying number three. Which means it was number three. Yes! Oh, you see? I did yes! Yes! Jimmy. Yes! Which means Brian and I get points. Eloise doesn't get any. <laughs> The new kid on the block defeated in the first game. <laughs> and I, that was my one, because I thought that did look like the Meek Inherit. The and also because, because you said Inherit, and oh, do you know, I did second-guess that, and I thought this is, might be Brian's, but I, I actually, so Andy, I thought yours was going to be the chicken egg thing. 
Oh, really? Yeah. One, two, three, four. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I can, I can admit this now because I was a bit nervous when Eloise turned up because I thought she's a different breed. Jess. You know what she's going to be like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's an unknown quantity. But now I know how to get inside her head. I think I'm still going to be the best player in the in the uh, board game and podcast. That was Dixit. There you go. That is Dixit, and there are so many like different champ- types of variations. Run out there for the What's old champaroonie. <laughs> I'm thinking about going off and forming a European Super League for people like me that, you know, you're elite board game people. How did that pan out for you, Spurs fan? That go all right? The uh, European Super League? Yeah, it's fine. We didn't, I didn't want to join anyway. Board gaming, uh, European Super League. Uh, so uh, what do you think of the game? I mean, there's so many different variations. You get loads of expansion packs that give you different dreams that you can use as well on top of the base cards. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> for me, dreams are like what you talk to me about to put me off. I find dreams boring. If you say, oh, I had this great dream last night, and then you start to talk, tell me about the dream, chances are within 30 seconds, I'm like, I'm I'd be so I'm mortified if I started to, to bare my soul and tell someone about a dream I'd had, yeah. and then you you. I would, be the, I, I would be that person going, just get to the end, mate, get to the end. However, this was a hell of a lot of fun. It was good, wasn't it? It's dead easy it. to explain and stuff it. like it's that an, as well. This is the thing why it's a good gateway game, because one round and you pick it up. That's it, and then everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah, uh, Eloise, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was. I I feel like I let myself down a bit though. It took me a little while to really understand what I was doing, and I was putting down the most obvious cards. I didn't know how to play the game yet. Like so, now if we do it again, I feel like I'll be pretty wily. Still lose though. You'd wipe the floor with Brian. Uh, with Brian, that's for sure. Uh, you may, you mentioned a very interesting uh, dream fact whilst we were playing, Eloise. Just repeat that for the people listening right now yeah. about being. Apparently, injured. you can't read in your dream. So you can't read signs or read on your phone. Cool, yes. You just, just torpedoed uh, Brian's board game fact of the week. Thank, thanks very well, much. Well, that's not a board game fact, is it? That's just well, that's a dream fact. That's let a good me, point. I that's clearly said you're you not in. involved in dreams. Let, let me fill you in. We ran out of facts about board games Fine. about episode 12. So now, whatever we game we do that week, I try and shoehorn okay. a board game fact in. So thanks for ruining it. Well, were you less. going to say that fact? Well, again... You didn't know it, Again, though. no, again, again, Brian's board game fact of the week is another misnomer because I often just spew out three or four of them. So it's going to be one of them. So, but, it's, but it's fine. Don't it's quite hard to it. stop him sometimes, otherwise. To yeah. he, just, I, he just goes. I don't believe that you're actually going to use that in the facts. Written I'd down. like... Let, let, down show, here, me, look. show me. It's a dream, words, mostly pictures. That's just my notes. I'd left Does that some notes? doesn't make sense. You weren't going to say it. You don't make sense, new Jess. <laughs> New Jess, Eloise, sorry, let's uh, let's just get an insight into your life at the moment. You've got exciting things going on. You are moving house. Yes, we, we are, have eventually decided to, to move to the seaside. And so we're in the process of buying and selling drama and it is stressful. There's a whole thing involving the man taking the front door. This is something we, we do need to discuss this very, very quickly. Uh, the, uh, the guy that you are buying the house from at one point was insisting he take the door with yeah. him. Because yes. he put in brackets <laughs> sentimental reasons. Yeah, and uh, and I don't... He just loves that door. He played, he just <laughs> so many it. memories, so many well, letters, that's the so thing. many people that what, have come through it. Why, yeah, what, what reasons can you think that you would keep a front door? I, yeah, I can't think of one good reason. You've shown us a photo of it. It's an all right door. I've seen better doors. It's it's a hassle, isn't it? Taking a whole door I know, out. I know. Doors that, there's no, is there like one standard? Do you have no, like a that's door? the thing. No. That's the thing. There's about 15 different standard door sizes. And this is a wide door. Is because it's an old Victorian one. So imagine what, going. A pain in the backside. Yeah, you'd have to get a carpenter out and sort all that. He's just asking for troubles. Do you know what? Though? That's the sort of thing I do. Mind games. So imagine if <laughs> imagine this is the thing. This is why I'm thinking about it for um, you now, right? You'll thank me later. So say if the roof's a bit leaky. Yeah. Right. 
He's gone, I'm ta- by the way, I'm taking the door with me. What are you doing? You're talking about the door. That's a good point. You and Kevin are going, door, the- oh, why does he want the door? Without the door? And you're not thinking about the, about the leaky roof. Then, then yeah. it comes to it and he's like, do you know what? Keep the door, I don't mind. And then you've, you've got a house with a leaky roof and the electric straw shot. <laughs> Am I making things more yeah. calm for you now by sort of bringing these things up? Well, no, because fortunately, I don't take your advice. I've paid for a proper survey. I'll do it for you, half no, price. Absolutely Brian, Brian not. will come round and look out the window yeah. of, a ta- of a I'm Uber great at doing that quid. thing where you, yeah. go, where you go up to the not the walls. And you, uh, <laughs> it's right. dry rot there. <laughs> yes, good. Well, they say, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just have a little look. Um, I mean, I remember back in the day, people used to strip houses bare when they when they moved out. Do you remember that? You take everything, no. like the light bulbs and the lights. People don't normally take stuff like, they leave stuff nowadays yeah. mainly, don't they? This is the thing about ours, actually. So we had to fill out a fixtures and fittings form. Yeah. And the, the lady that's... You're listening to House Move podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But I'm ta- basically, my point is, I'm taking a few good lampshades, like ones that are in oh, the wall. So... I'm going to replace them. Right. Yeah, but with... As good lampshades? No, because it says well, legally it has to just be uh, like something you can use. So I'm going to just put plastic. Take your in. door with you. There could be like a chain <laughs> knock-on effect to people taking doors. We should at some point maybe do a uh, in honor of Eloise moving. So you'll you'll have moved at some point when we get further into yeah. the season. We could do a board game. If anyone's got any good board game suggestions about house moving, I know there's a thing called the Castles of Mad King Ludwig. We've got to make an unusual castle <laughs> out of shapes. That might be a good episode to chime in with that. Let's know about it at board game thing he's just alluded to it Eloise has just mentioned one of his facts already it's time for Brian's board game fact of the week Brian's board game fact of the week I've, I've come into it sort of like taking me down from the knees it's good It's good though because you were giving it all this about yeah. uh, when we were playing Dixie I feel like Eloise has put the marker back on you towards the end of this episode so. and I've heard from the listeners that you need taking town a peg or two so yes. I just thought I'd help with that yeah so anyway, as alluded to, yeah, it's Brian's board game fact of the week, Eloise. You're probably not familiar with it. Um, because we're playing Dixit, a game about dreams, I thought I would do dream facts. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's a, because that's I told nice. you already, we've run out of facts about board games. Okay. There's some great ones out there. We've used them Are all. Are you telling me there's no more facts about board games? You've no you done good, them all. There's no good ones. When you've, we, uh, the best board game fact that we came up with, apparently, according to old Jess, old new Jess, Jess is uh, the fact that the hungry hippos, hippos, have names. Oh, that is a good fact. they're called like Larry, Barry, Harry and Gary or something, aren't they? If you listen at home and you're disagreeing and you're thinking, hold on a minute, what's Brian talking about? There's tons of great facts about board games out there. Yeah, get in touch. Yeah, podcast at zatu.co.uk. Oh, so you don't have to do anything? No, I'm just saying that I'm I'm happy to be a conduit for your knowledge about board game facts. Okay, no, that's fine. And say that they're your facts. Yeah, because I've gone to the website, (laughs) 10 great board game facts, and I've used all 10. (laughs) Anyway, facts about dreams. Go on. So the one, yeah. Eloise was right. We dream mostly in pictures. Right. It's not she unknown. Said, yeah, that's what Eloise said. Yeah. <laughs> what? They don't want to hear it a third time. <laughs> it's not unknown. I'm putting you spin in it. Okay, go on. <laughs> it's like a reboot. I'm rebooting the fact. Back at you for 2021. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we mostly dream in pictures. Yeah, like it's not said, unknown yeah. <laughs> to have letters. But we don't often have them. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Twelve percent of us dream in black and white. We have noir dreams. What, like, uh, did, did I hear somewhere that dogs either see or dream in black and white? They see in black and white. They see in black. Do you reckon they must dream in black? You can't dream in colour if you Maybe see Maybe they dream in colour, though. That'd be weird. That'd muck around with them a bit, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, uh, it's a little known fact, but you can actually train yourself to control your dreams. How do you mean? Uh, it's all to do with, uh, it's a bit like NLP. It's about neuro-linguistic programming. So you would say, 
I will control my dreams. I will control my dreams. I will control my dreams before you go to sleep. And then when you're asleep, say if you're having a bad dream, yeah. you can sort of go, oh, I don't like that. I'm just going to go over here for a bit. <laughs> and just calm yourself down. Yeah. This this board game episode of board, Brian's Board Game Factory is a bit like a dream. It's sort of meandering, doesn't it? It go is. <laughs> it's just in treacle. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I'm quite a bad sleep talker and sleepwalker. Are you? I'm terrible for it. So, I mean, I've had some nightmare. We were all the way away to this um, big American studies convention when I was at university in the yeah. middle of Wales, a big country house, and we're all sleeping in a dormitory together. So it's like a 60 or 70 people in there. And I screamed... Nice, the... Yeah, nice. Use that as an excuse, nice. <laughs> oh, I, I was sleepwalking. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I thought this was my bed. <laughs> Um, I screamed the place down in my pants thinking that someone was trying to get in through the window. Oh my God. Absolutely. So embarrassing. I remember staying at my friend Richard Sainsbury's house when I was about 16. Any relation? Uh, no, well, he's not actually. But he does get free biscuits. But he's married a girl oh. called Nia. So he, her name's Nia Sainsbury. No. <laughs> and then their that. lad, their little lad's called Ewan. Ewan Sainsbury. <laughs> Nia Sainsbury. It's amazing. You need to check the names out, how they sound, don't you, before you name them. You just have to, well, yeah, have yeah. a run through. <laughs> But I, I screamed the house down um, then, thinking that someone was coming through the window again. So Richard's dad had to come in in his dressing gown and go, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? One o'clock in the morning, it was just me again in my pants shadow boxing. So if I could train myself to stop having <laughs> yeah. uh, these dreams, that'd be great. Uh, do you want the last two facts about dreaming? Yes. I mean, that's point now. I said, Louise has got any more facts about dreaming she wants to chuck in. No, yeah, yeah. go for it. Go Listen, on. sweetheart. It's called Brian's Ball Guest Factory, not, not Eloise's. Again, Name on the door. I'll be needing that HR number <laughs> yeah, sometime sure. soon. Um, when you have a dream about yeah. What's that? When you have a dream about, you know. I don't know what the sound you know is, what, though. What you is know the sound? What. Uh, you know. Oh, don't do that. When you're dreaming Hamid, about that's that, just awful. yeah, it's only ever that. It's never the stuff around it. So there's never any hand stuff or <laughs> hand stuff. There's no other stuff, you know. It's just that. Foreplay. Is there no foreplay? No, none of that. It's, yeah, it's just... Is I this a fact? Are you just saying... Is this like you're just... It's me. It's just talking about it. It's just straight to it. <laughs> That's it. We, they can't work... Scientists can't work out why. You just... You only ever dream about... The act. The act, not the stuff around it. The lighting the candles and the... <laughs> This has gone into territory. This is Daddy Candy territory. This and is, the last, the last one. Yeah. Uh, women tend to dream about celebrities more than men. There you go. That is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I think they make this stuff up. To be honest, I I'm not sure about the validity of any of these. Uh, if if you if this chimes with you, you're listening right now, thinking, yes, Brian's right. When I dream about Nookie, it's just straight on with it. None of the preamble. Get in touch uh, via Instagram and tell us all about it at Board Game Think. Uh, let's segue from that into this week's pitch. Uh, Eloise, this is when a lovely board game thing listener gets involved and uh, tells us about a board game that they've got an idea for, which is yet to be made. Right, so this is listener Andy, and he has an absolute belter of a board game idea. Let's see what we think of this. Hi, board game thing. It's Rob from Liverpool, and my idea for a board game is A-Road Adventures, where you take on the challenge of navigating A-Roads to avoid motorway traffic jams, without using a map or sat-nav to your final destination. You see bonuses along the way for successfully finding a little chef or a wempy. Definitely age range, dads everywhere. There you go. A-Road Adventures from Listener Rob. What a fantastic game that would be. You've got a cracking A-Road near you, where you live, haven't you, Brian? I live near the A1, which is the daddy of all, daddy candy of all (laughs) A-Roads. The best A-Road ever. And going back to your uh, nookie-based dream sequence thing earlier on from Board Game Fact of the Week, you uh, live near the... Legendary A1 Nookie Shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, the A1 Sex Shop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never been in, though. 
Never, never plucked up the Do courage. Do we believe that Danny Candy's not been in, though? Maybe he, Brian he may hasn't. Have done. He may have done. <laughs> Pays on a different card. I love, I love A-Roads. I, oh, God. What's I love so good roads. about A-Roads? It's just like, they're the elite of the A-Roads. Do you know what? They're the elite of the roads. B-Roads B are fine, but A-Roads are the, oh. See, my, my mum and dad are obsessed with, um, they go up to Liverpool a lot, from, that's where we're from originally. They go from, from Devon, so it's like a four-hour journey. But my dad keeps going on about, he'll either do the motorways or he'll go on what he calls the old roads. Oh, I love it. And it's something like a, it's like an adventure in, you know, like a side quest in Lord of the Rings. My dad, if you ever ask my dad about his favourite road, because dads have favourite, does your dad have a favourite road? I don't think so. I bet he does. I, I never asked him, I'll ask him. him. What's your dad's first name? Steve. Steve. Text your dad now and ask him if he's got a favourite road. Go on. Okay. I bet he does. I bet you. 100%. If, if he is he sort of guy that monitors his texts? Uh, no, he's quite okay. But if he it, does, we'll I guarantee he'll be back within within moments saying, "Oh, it's the uh, where are you? Your parents in Eloise? Where's Northampton. Eloise? Northampton. So there must be a big road through Northampton that Steve likes. Be the A A forty five. So you ask my dad uh, what's his favorite road. He'll always say the A one. He'll go because it's got the attributes of a motorway, but there's a bit of a drive to it. There's a yeah. bit of drive to it. You got to you got to pay attention. I um, like it. Corollary, side fact yeah. about A-roads is, you know, the, the A-road system uh -huh. in the UK, it's like spokes on a bicycle. Yeah. The A1's the, the big daddy of A-roads, that yeah. goes up north, then it goes around clockwise. So you'll get the next big road is the A2, and in between those, you'll get the A2174, the A21, does that make sense? Or the A1, sorry, the A1, blah, blah. And then between the A2 and the A3, <laughs> you'll get A2134, do you see what I mean? Oh, I've zoned out. You've, we've lost Eloise. Do you not get it? One, so it's like if you look at the A roads of, the, of this country, they all yeah. start from London and they radiate out, and you have A, A2, and in between that, every road that starts with A1, between A2 and oh. A3, oh my God. you'll get every road that starts with A2. Can you inject, a, him? inject him? <laughs> between <laughs> A3 and A4. What's not to get about it? But. Is that Romans? It's got nothing to do with Romans? No, it's when they came up with the A-Road system. I don't like, what, what I do like, I like A-Roads, right? I don't, what I don't like on A-Roads is um, there's one big A-Road up where my other half Katie's from in Northumberland called like the A697 or something like that. And you know those bits in A-Roads roads where you've got to cross over? You've got to drive across it. Oh, they let you go across the dual carriage, oh, the carriage like, way. Yeah, yeah. No, they should ban those. I don't like that at all. The worst road is the Dartford crossing when you have to go over not under. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and awful. the whole pay by midnight the next day thing, because they yeah. want you to muck it up as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. like it. I mean, look at this, right? He's just pitched a, a, a game about A-Roads, and we were talking about it for five minutes. It's I mean, there's, there's a... I think we should seriously take looking at taking this one to the next level. I'd like to add service stations in that. Oh, my God, yes. Imagine that. Yeah. Oh. You got a fave? Nutsford. Ofs. Keel. Yeah. Whenever we used to go up and watch Everton play, when I had a season ticket there, we'd always stop just before going into Liverpool. Keel services, uh, was it cheese, cheese and onion pasty? Then put your hand in the mouth of a gargoyle and get your foot, your, <laughs> your, your, your palm red. You your those? fart of your palm, what? You get your fortune told by a gargoyle. Oh. Have you seen those things? The two two best side diversion things you can get in a service station <laughs> is um, photo booth, which draws you like a pencil picture. Oh yeah, yeah. Or a uh, palm in a gargoyle's mouth tells you your fortune. Or uh, the thing where you squash a penny. Squash a penny, get a penny. Oh, <laughs> squash. squash a penny. Squash a penny. Oh, I don't so want to go back to the real world. I want to stay in this world. I love uh, it. We might need to do a, a special episode on uh, driving or road board games in That's the That's the best yeah. board game pitch I've ever heard. Well done, Rob. That's good. We absolutely love it. That is the end of another episode. Uh, keep an eye out on our socials. Uh, we're going to be firing some questions at Eloise uh, so you can get to know her a little bit better at Board Game Thing. Has Stevie Dad replied? He's literally 
be typing right now. Oh, oh this is just live. I bet you it's going to be an A road. I can nominate one for you. Why do you want to know? What does that mean? All that typing and he's still being cagey about it. I wonder when you get asked about being your favourite road. You know like when someone says, what's your favourite band? You don't go for your real favourite band. You try and look a bit cool. So you think uh, Eloise's dad's trying to pick like a... Indie. He's going an indie. An indie road. Yeah. Yeah, see, you probably haven't heard of it. It's, I, uh, I like their early stuff. It's in the Highlands of Scotland. A16. Just tell, ask your dad what his favourite road is and stop mucking around. I have. I just need to know what road you like, Dad. Okay, I'll tell you what. <laughs> cliffhanger. We'll let you know at the beginning of the next episode. Yes, that has been Bush's board game thing. You can get all the games we've been talking about, particularly the myriad of expansions for the Brilliant Dixit, on Zatu's website. Uh, cheers to listener Rob for his pitch. He's won himself a Zatu dice tray as well. Lucky boy. And we will see you next week. Thank you.